0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I I appreciate it. And I fully understand your adoration. I really do. But we have a, a limited amount of time. And if you look in the Sponsor Opportunity green room, you'll see WWE Hall of Famer John Bradshaw Layfield and King Gifte Bailu, the inventor of words, prepping once again so diligently as they do to do whatever they do on this show. But if you look at the Your Company Name slate here, you'll understand why they have to prepare so much. Look at that slate. It's just chock full of good stuff and we're going to have some fun but let's not waste any more time let's get right to it let's bring in john and gift gentlemen i'm very proud of us collectively because uh, we had oh there's john on the ss Maine. it's his yacht ladies and gentlemen that looks like a hotel Whoa. in maine but it's actually his yacht and that's his captain's quarters A hotel what- it's a house. Help oh, he docked it. It's a houseboat. John has earned it uh, on the golf course and gambling on this show, on our picks. And our picks last week were 15 and nine, ladies and gentlemen. 15 and nine. Take a bow, guys. Good. We don't have to.
1: We don't spike the football. We don't do exactly. things
0: like that. We've we been brag. there before. Mm-hmm.
1: Been there before.
0: Bam okay all right you guys are a little cocky a little cocky you had two good weeks in a row so now you're even cockier but we got a lot to talk about right and we do have the business of the wooden spoon and the walk of shame to get out of the way and you know when we all have the same record at five and three each last week it makes it difficult for management to come up with the winner of the wooden spoon we don't have management and it's you. Or, it's you, you're a one-man shop. That is just not You're true. like the guy with the harmonica here and the drum here and the guitar here. You're a one-man band. Again, you're insulting the other people that work hard on this show behind the scenes to make- Your it. fake AI does not count as other people on the show. Okay, am.
2: I am fake just AI. Just because you want to be like those studios does not mean
0: that your fake AI are people. Mm. That's right. Mm. So Zach Burrow and Zach Lanning are fake. We've never seen them. Yeah, you have. They've pummeled you in animated things that we've had on this show. Anyway, guys, AI. It is difficult to figure out in these scenarios who gets the wooden spoon. So then we had to default to Picks of the Week. And unfortunately, John, and unfortunately, Gift, I get the wooden spoon because you two had the, your Picks of the Week right, and I did not Yes. There you go justice that's what happens when you don't use ai to make your answers bam bam we won you lost okay so this is gracious acceptance of the wooden spoon not like you two when you cry baby soup whining about uh all the things that management does wrong i'm taking it i earned it end of story the walk of shame however that's a different story okay you stick your wooden spoon in one ear and pull it out the other <laughs> see what I could do. I'll see what I could do. Uh, but the answer is probably no. So, Splinters is with me for the week. I know that one of you will be, will be readily taking it off my hands, him off my hands next week. Uh, but now we have the walk of shame to discuss. And that normally is for the person that stands out for behavior or uh, picks that are just egregious. And this week, once again, we have a problem picking that. John? You're the easy candidate, always the easy candidate. A, what? because you're a f- douchebag, and B, because you're you you just insult everybody all the, f- <coughs> the time. So you're the number one choice usually. Gift, you just get blinded by his bull over and over again, and for that reason, you could be in the walk of shame. It's not bull- when it comes from a champ, and I can be. Saying. I am. I could be in the walk of shame just because I come on this program with you two. No offense. No offense. But it does show somewhat of a lack of judgment. Unfortunately, management sees things in a different way. We don't have management. AI, fake. AI, fake news. With a 15 and nine record and everybody being five and three in those picks, we're once again making history in that we are all in this week's. Walk of shame together for being so god good. Congratulations again. All right. Okay. So the topics that we'll be. What if we don't want to be in the walk of shame with you? Take it up with management. (laughs) There is no management. The Rugby Championship goes back to work this weekend with a big match in Australia in Melbourne and another big match in Johannesburg, South Africa. We're going to get to that. We'll get to the NRL. We'll get to some other stuff. But first, the MRL.
2: Okay, what is the MRL? That the MRL? The mother
0: I, said, I League. I clearly said, <laughs> I clearly said the NRL. Clearly <laughs> said, said it. You said <laughs> MRL. Let's roll back the tape. The NRL. See, there it is. I said NRL. Plain as day. Let's break for commercial. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices
2: on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships.
1: It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com
0: If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle on West 36th Street. We are back. And gentlemen, let's go right down to the rugby championship. They're back at it this week. And in the match between Australia and New Zealand, it's New Zealand minus 12 at the Melbourne Cricket Grounds, 100,000 seat capacity. I'm hoping that place is jammed. It would be a great statement by the rugby fan in Australia. And New Zealand fans are going to come over there, too. That's a great town. I hope they go. But let's talk about the game. John, who do you think is going to win this one, and by what what spread? I was in the Melbourne Cup, the horse race, and there was like 100,000-some, whatever
1: it was. The the entire country was drunk. It was one of the most greatest events ever.
0: Did you just call a, a nation a bunch of drunks?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they should get drunk before this game because they do not want to watch the slaughter that's about to happen when those boys from New Zealand, come down and roll all over their boys. 12 points is not enough. They want to beat Eddie Jones. They want to beat Australia. This is a robbery. Austra- New Zealand is wanting to make a statement. They don't have many games before the Rugby World Cup. They are going to destroy Australia.
0: You know, Gift John just brought up, probably unintentionally, because nothing he says is intentional. Uh, no offense, John, but there's no no thought in your head, really. No offense. But he did say, they want to beat Eddie Jones. Is this a new dynamic that a team has to face because they've got a big mouth coach on their roster?
2: I mean, I think only as long as they eventually become successful, but if they just end up being the whipping boys, it's not going to be able to continue that way. This is going to be another game. But in this situation, you know, they Eddie Jones has a solid history against New Zealand. So it adds a little bit extra. It just happens to be under Australia, who just has an anemic rugby union, you know, Population bit by bit. So this hundred K might not even be viable. This might be the first time in rugby history where everybody boos at one team, but every at least half the population is booing at the other. So three quarters of the boos that will be happening are going to be happening inside that stadium within the entire globe. That's all I'm saying right there. Three quarters all booing, half of it going to uh, Australia. It's wild.
0: Bam. This is like Yogi Berra Math here. Three quarters booing half half to Australia at home. Well we don't know what the what the what the amount of people is yet that's going. It's got the capacity for a hundred thousand and I am very hopeful that they fill that place because it's a it's a cool place no, in a very no way. Why uh, what not we bet on whether they fill the place or not. <laughs>
1: yeah it's
2: gonna
0: be all right five hundred to one I, I I'll pick they sell it out okay
1: what are the odds they put hundred thousand hundred thousand people for this game and Australia
0: can't beat Argentina? No, but unless they tell them that it's for the cricket match. So that's the way I would market this down there. Cuz they're all they're all hammered all the time for the cricket.
2: I mean, you got to do that whenever you're in the most venomous continent in the world, you know? I am snakes snakes.
0: So you two on camera have said they're the most venomous drunken people on the face of the earth of the Australians.
2: Yes.
1: Oh. We that's love right. them. fun people. You can't be venomous and drunk and not be amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, amazing people. <laughs> venomous, drunk, amazing. The king and I love the Aussies. Love the gotta- Aussies. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: When it comes down to booze and venom, you have to pick your poison.
2: I mean, the Aussies might not like the Aussies, but we like the Aussies. So
1: that's why yeah. we are not worried about the booze. The booze that's are right. about the Aussies. How about the joke? Right. How about the f- joke? Huh? How about the f- joke? Was that supposed to be funny?
0: you, john <laughs> you that's not nice all right okay so rude so rude no. I think there's an element of what you said earlier, John. Again, you stumbled upon it like a blind squirrel finds a nut. When you said Eddie Jones is a factor in this thing, I think the the Kiwis want to absolutely annihilate this team, 80 percent more because of Eddie Jones being there, and they're going to do it, and they're going to. also, what
1: you got to worry about is this one of their last tune-ups for the World Cup.
0: I mean, that this is a bad spot to be in for Australia. Awful spot. Well, you know, then you could say, all right, well they're playing with house money, but 12 points. Not going to happen. No way.
2: For what it's worth, this will probably be the weakest the Australian team is under Eddie Jones. So I think this is, of course, the most advantageous time for them to take advantage of uh, Australia's uh, uh, incompetence on the field. So... You know, get get the wins, but you know that Eddie Jones. When is Australia trained-
0: going to clear up that incompetence on the field under under Magical Wizard of Oz, Eddie Jones? Gift over
2: the course of the next week, the man has a five year contract. Let him get do his work. He's <laughs> not. He's there for the World Cup this year. he, is, he didn't come in. He didn't choose these players.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, you, you are
2: the absolute cluster of a situation that Whoa. Australia Whoa. Union is by completely decimating their entire club program and doing the worst versions of, of promoting and letting rugby league completely just eat up and, uh, you know, body slam with a stick their entire uh, demographics. It's not him. He's out. He can't be savior in
1: one year or less than that, nine months. <laughs> hey, let Wait me then. ask you a little simple question. Uh, where all has Eddie Jones won at? Oh, that's right. Everywhere,
0: Everywhere. <laughs> where is he lost? Everywhere, but there goes the. Here's an excuse for Eddie Jones' bandwagon. Unless Curtis you're Floyd
1: seven-two Dolphins, you've lost. All right, exactly. The All Blacks. Nineteen and zero, Jones. New
0: England Patriots. Oh wait, they lost to the Giants, but the book was already out. Thank you very much. Okay, let's move on. All right, let's go to the other how game. Are your,
1: how are your <laughs> Mets doing? By the way.
0: Oh, they, well, you might as well have Eddie Jones managing them. Great right? Like Cuz oh, really, Eddie could do everything. <laughs> Eddie Jones and <laughs> f- you guys. That is so immature. Down in so Johannesburg, immature. you've got the Springboks of South Africa hosting the Pumas of Argentina. And this one is a generous amount of points for the Springboks to be laying. 18 and a half. John 59,611. Why would you put that as the stat for the stadium capacity? Why not round it up or down? Because some people don't have fake news, like we got a staff. Oh, whoa. All right, but what idiot said, okay, we're going to stop at six eleven. That's where they
1: stop. Some people are honest, okay? Like like the king. The king is an honest, good king, and he doesn't have to make up numbers. Neither does South Africa. Did you run out of seats when you were building the stadium up? We only have 59,000. 611. You got to end somewhere. If you got to 60,000, 002, you could have go, oh, why didn't you go to 60,000, 003? <laughs> f- even number. Because you got to stop somewhere, dummy. At, at 11. How construction works, eventually you stop. 611. What did prime numbers do to you? Oh, good math question. That went right over his head. That's like throwing Frisbees to a guy sitting in a chair. Yeah. Oh, where are they oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, Yeah. Three, with some
0: intelligent humor. Three quarters of that is half true gift. I got to <laughs> go with you on that. All right? Thank you. Yogi. Don't try to save it. Don't try to save it. The audience loved it. Oh. So John, let's get to the rugby itself again. I know you want to, you want to stay away from it because you're, you're shy here in terms of picking after getting shellacked with your pick with Eddie Jones last time. So now we're going to give you an opportunity to make some of that back South Africa at home, minus 18 and a half. That's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. And I think
1: South Africa is going to beat them easily. It depends on what they do. You know, the first game, they did not play a lot of their uh, top players. They played them against New Zealand. So it depends on the roster a lot. But I, I don't think Argentina can match up to them. But 18 and a half is too many points. Argentina's got a lot of pride. They got a great pack. You know, you got the top, say, four or five teams. And then you got to say six through 10. Argentina's in that six through 10. They're a good uh, international uh, team they're just not at quite at South Africa's level right now. I think they get beat, but I don't think they get beat by 18 and a half points.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Do you think if they play again if they played against a Wales or a Scotland, that they would knock them off in the world cup? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Could. They, they, absolutely they, they could absolutely. They
1: can play. Yes. Yes. The way Wales is right now until Gatlin gets it turned around, they could be very competitive with Wales. Scotland, I think it's a little better than Wales right now. Uh, until Gatlin finds a way to get, get it going, which he will, down in Wells.
0: Well, he's no Eddie Jones.
1: <laughs> but I think those teams match up very well. You know, the USA found a way to beat Scotland a few years ago. You know, once you get outside of that top four or five teams, there's a real drop-off after that, you know, that that the teams can be competitive on any given day. And yeah. I think, yeah, that Argentina could be competitive with Scotland and Wales. All
2: right, Gift. I mean, I think it's, for me, very obvious South Africa's got the uh, the upper hand on this. I don't think they're looking to be embarrassed or have any kind of upset that occurs with them. Argentina, obviously, is always going to be a competitive team. and They've successfully found a way to continue to rise, especially with uh, the development of their sevens program. I think they've done a better job in being able to develop their backs because they were way far better known for their forwards than they were for their backs. That being said, uh, I- I'm in agreement with uh, the champ. I think 18 points is a lot um i do think argentina is probably going to be able to keep it within it on the edge of it but keep it within it i i think south africa is not going to be playing their best squad but i mean they have depth for days and that depth is going to always be the difference maker when it comes to these kind of games especially in the second half last 20 minutes of the game you see the breakaways and that's where south africa really ends up thriving each and every time they play
0: i i agree with both of you i think these are two good teams in different categories, South Africa is a team that can win the rugby world cup. And I think that maybe just maybe they don't give a rat's about this rugby championship thing. I think they're tinkering for the rugby world cup instead. Whereas the all blacks, every time that team loses the nation is wearing black for the other reason they think it's a funeral. I think that South Africa is like, eh, not necessarily. And they're nine and one against Argentina in their last 10 times that they've played and just once, they beat them by 20 points. Other than that, it's been like 16 or under. So Ar- Argentina has played them well. Argentina's coming off that win versus Australia. Argentina's consistently uh, undervalued. And I think they're going to cover the points, but but South Africa is going to win the game.
2: I, I don't think that South Africa is dismissing this game for the Rugby World Cup. I did not say that. Yes, yes, you did. You said I you don't think they're did. gonna care as much you because did. they're trying to get ready for the Rugby World Cup. And I'm saying say I don't that. think that they're doing that. I actually think that they actually need to be able to try one because I think one they you need didn't to be – say they were to-
0: dismissing this match.
2: I, you said you they're did. putting it to the side. You're I, like, hey. no, I didn't say they were putting it to the side either. What's the quote? You did.
0: What's the quote?
2: Quote was, "Oh, I don't think they are taking it as seriously. That's
0: dismissing." I didn't say I didn't say that either. I you said did. I said they. <laughs> you did. You did. (laughs) You see what I'm up against, ladies and
2: gentlemen? This is... Look, the point is, for South Africa, I think this match matters, not just for the sake of the Rugby Championship. I think New Zealand already won that, so there's not even a care for that. But it's one, obviously, they need to know their depth and selections for the Rugby World Cup significantly, and probably for those close uh, competitions. But I actually think that there's the ripple effect of their TV contracts in terms of the rest of their league that are occurring with South Africa because this year is when all those contracts have to start and get re-upped. So it's, it's significant to see what the numbers are going to be for them and what the outcomes are going to be for each of these players because uh, what occurs with the URC and uh, what occurs with uh, uh, basically the professional league I think stems directly from what happened with the Springboks. Uh, in this situation. So I think they're going to have to play their best and really show out, uh, especially whenever it comes to leading in on bets going into the Rugby World Cup. They they need those high leads so that, uh, you know, those companies keep divvying out the money the way it needs to and they badly need it.
0: All right. Well, I categorically disagree with you, and I just said that, okay, that the South Africans value the World Cup more than they do the Rugby Championship. I didn't say... They were like giving the game away or whatever, on, you know. And I also said yeah, that pretty much did. Argentina yeah. is consistently undervalued or underappreciated. He pretty much
1: said that. Yeah.
0: All right, let's take a, a break and come back. And after these two bond a little bit more during the commercial break, to team up against me. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> Rugby Wrap-Up presents MLR Weekly, made in New York City. And we're back. And, and guys, we're going to switch codes. We're going to go to the NRL Rugby League. We had a very good week last week. We were 15-9 and nine collectively, so there's pressure on us, John. And why don't you lead us off into the darkness or the light? You are to be a rooster is what you are to be.
1: That is what you are to be. You'd be the perfect mascot for the roosters. They ain't got a chance against the Broncos. Getting eight and a half points doesn't matter. Broncos gonna roll them roosters. Don't nobody named Rooster gonna beat a Bronco. And the Cowboys got the tits. Ain't no tits. As much as I do like tits, no tits.
0: It's gonna beat the oh, Cowboys. It's just a bird. A tit is a bird. Okay, we can we yes. can allow it. What do you what do you think I'm talking about? That's what so they Vulgar, Vulgar, Matt.
2: You're so vulgar.
1: What's wrong with you? like all the wrong Titans down this, in Aussie land. Don't forget the king and I love the Aussies. They call the Titans the tits.
0: Exactly.
1: Cowboys going to beat the tits.
0: There was a lot wrong with me coming into this show, and there's a lot more wrong with me coming out of this show. Uh, Gift, who do you like? Coming into this one,
2: uh, you know, Raiders might have had a little bit of a close one. Still a great defensive battle against the Warriors, but as it goes in history, Warriors typically been hard against the Raiders, but the Raiders are going to come back strong. Knights have just been eh, all year round, and I uh, look for the Raiders
0: to get their vengeance. So the bottom line is you like? The Raiders. The Raiders. That's a good pick. It's
1: what he just said. <laughs> what? I like
0: the you know, story. English isn't
1: Matt's
2: first language, you know, as a typical Jersey boy, they speak Gabba oh, Gabbay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Proud, crying.
0: a proud Jersey boy. I don't keep denying it like you do. Oh no, I'm from um I'm from Pennsylvania. What was County. your address? 113 <laughs> Swamp. Whatever. Whatever. You know what? You might have to pay a little visit to the swamp with some cement shoes, if you know what I'm saying. Do you go maybe, to the beach with Chris you Christie? Know, your next uh <laughs> Only when the rest of the beach is closed for everybody else except for him. All right, so I'm going to go with the Storm. The Storm coming off a bad loss to the Knights. They're going to take it out on the Eels. The Eels also had a bad loss, but they're not They're not going to be up for it against the Storm. Storm minus seven and a half.
1: What are you, Carl Jung? Are you a psychiatrist? What the hell is A well, Storm loss, they're going to come back. The Eels lost, they're not. <laughs> You, well, right, the storm's you, a like, much better team thanks right? <laughs> what do you base this on is this a hunch is this from your years of psychoanalyzing teams <laughs> what do you base
0: this on that's the dumbest analysis I've ever heard uh, well you obviously don't know high pollutant analysis when you hear it i understand the storm is a much better team Than the eels john you might not (laughs) understand that yeah well your manly sea eagles are floating around (laughs) 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 all right we're at that point guys where we're running out of time and it's time for our picks of the week john what do you got as of
1: this show, the total has not come out yet. I'm probably coming around 48, 50 points, I would think, between South Africa Pick a and number. Argentina. South Africa and Argentina is going to come out, but somewhere around that number, I would go over that number because I agree with what the wise, prescient king says. South Africa is finding what kind of roster they have leading in to this Rugby World Cup, and guys are going to want to make an impression. Guys are going to get to play. A lot of guys huge stars, huge future stars, that have not got to play on an international stage like this, they're going to show out. I think the total goes over in this game with Argentina. He didn't say that. Gift, go ahead. Well, look, I had an idea, then I decided
2: to switch the idea, so I'm going with the idea that we became to switch the switched idea. I'm going with the over-under for this Raiders-Knights game. All right, both of these teams are really offensive teams, and Knights are feeling real good after their win, but I'm looking at this as an over-under of 35 points. Both teams have a propensity for scoring, and the Raiders were coming back from before, so look at this as being over that 35-point demarcation
0: of this team. Bam! All right. Bam. All right. Bam. 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 A lot of Bams. I'm going to go with my BAM. My BAM is that New Zealand is going to hold Australia to under 20 points, meaning Australia will score less than 20 points at home. At the Melbourne Cricket Grounds. Well,
1: if you said Australia's under twenty points, then you really have to reiterate that. For you two, yeah. Down.
0: For you two, I really have to spell it out. I have to be as <laughs> I have to dumb it down as much as possible. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> On you that note, gabagabagoo.
1: Gaba, translating Gabba-gabba-gabba-goo. Gaba, gaba, <laughs> gaba, gaba, On that note, we're out of time. Plugs, John. Yeah, as I always do, Memphis Intercity Rugby. Look it up. I say it every single week. They're changing kids' lives with the game of rugby, changing kids' lives for the better. Look it up at memphisintercityrugby.org. But, John, you're also wearing the T-shirt of one of my favorite podcasts. What is that? Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. Hall of Famer Gerald Briscoe, who's my dear friend, hired me in 1995. We interview old legends in the wrestling business from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. They tell us some incredible stories, fun podcasts. They're great podcasts.
0: They are very close, ladies and gentlemen. They used to hug each other in Speedos. Ooh. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Gift? Plugs?
2: Uh, I'm going to actually go ahead and plug in uh, Health Enhanced Foods. Uh, specialty flowers where you guys can find the breads that fit to your dietary needs. Definitely check it out. Healthenhancedfoods.com. Yo, it's if you haven't been able to eat breads like you could before because your stomach says no, it's your time to be able to go get it. So go check it out.
1: Interesting. I'm, and I'm, by I'm, the way, the tap like you mean it that came from Gerald Briscoe because when guys would tap out, he goes, Nope, you got to tap like you mean it.
0: I like that. I like that. And again, that is a great podcast, a gift. I'm going to get my bread from you guys let's go let's go gotta be able to trust your bread right bread bam boom and i'm gonna plug the world's greatest rugby pub the pig and whistle on great bar that is a great bar indeed it is on west 36th street they're gonna have all the rugby world cup matches best place in the world to watch rugby you jump straight i also want to plug the can am's pristine spectacular gorgeous and that's just the rugby and thanks to cam moody and eric wilson it will be live streamed on sunday i will be calling those matches it will definitely be on the link in the description below for you to cut and paste via good guy productions and we're also trying to get it on RugbyWrapUp.com. and ladies and gentlemen we may be off for vacation so if that's the case we'll see you in two weeks on the rugby odds on that note i want to thank john bradshaw Lakefield the wwe hall of famer king gifted balu the inventor of words thank you for tuning in and please check out our other shows including mlr weekly the college rugby wrap-up sign up for our weekly newsletter hit that subscribe button on youtube and please join our american red cross blood donor team